right, we're back again. Uh, we've got a couple of topics today. We're going to do some segments. Uh, the first, uh, I don't know, 20 minutes, we're going to cover Logan. We'll see see how long we can go with it. And then we're going to uh, talk about the new FX show, Legion. And then we're going to dive right into Westworld, which both of us have finished, uh, which is good. I mean, I'm excited about it. But first, let's, let's get going with Logan. I haven't seen it yet, but Robert just went, what, Thursday night? Yeah, and it was fantastic. It just came out, um, but it's a proper send-off to Wolverine. And the whole reason, if if you guys haven't been following, is um, Hugh Jackman said, this is the last Wolverine movie I want to do. Um, and he recently said that it's because he's not able to be in the Avengers movies. Oh. That would kind of, you know, switch it up a little bit instead of being with the X-Men over and over and over. But this one, they made into like a Western of Old Man Logan. Oh, man, that's so awesome. Which is shot like it. It, it has kind of a story like a, you know, um, like a Wild West story. Um, and it's also Pro- Professor Xavier's um, Patrick Stewart's last. Wow. So Because this- after seeing this... He was so smitten with it. Mm-hmm. He was like, this is the high note I need to send. I need to go off on. Oh, wow. Because it's been 17 years since the first X-Men movie. That's so amazing. That's I, weird to think about. I remember in like 94 yeah. when they would do the Wizard magazine. Yeah. And they picked him as the perfect Professor X back then. Yeah, they did the <laughs> like casting choices. I remember. I, ha- I used yeah. to have a couple of those. I have it still. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Oh, man. Mine got... Mine got ripped up. But I remember uh, their choice was um, for Wolverine was Al Pacino. Oh, yeah. Because he's that's a short, hairy, oh, angry that's guy. that's right. <laughs> Al Pacino. That's hila- that would have been hilarious. <laughs> and I don't remember. They had someone for Colossus. It was probably Arnold Schwarzenegger, but of course this was before Batman and Robin. So, so they're like, well, he can act enough, and he kind of sounds Russian. I don't. I thought it was yeah. the, the Russian guy from Rocky. Maybe it was him. I can't remember. I'll have him. to pull that out. We'll, yeah. we'll pull that out uh, when we uh, get with Josh for the X-Men epic yes. episode so yes. i'll get that out and i'll have that my box here gonna be so cool but cool. back to logan so sure uh the first thing that if you guys have seen it and of course if you haven't you've probably seen it online by now there is a deadpool 2 teaser now there's nothing <laughs> oh, about the actual because they haven't started filming deadpool 2 mm-hmm. um it's just kind of a teaser that you know gets you amped up for the idea oh okay um and all it is is uh, Deadpool's walking down the street uh, without costume, so he's <laughs> oh, all melded and gross. <laughs> and uh, mugging happens. He runs to a random phone booth, and you hear the Superman theme song play. Oh no way! Yeah, the old school one. Oh man! And he's he's struggling, man. He's struggling <laughs> in that phone booth. Like, you you can't his, get dressed in there. You see his naked butt a couple times, oh, but he takes man. like a good three minutes, or okay, two and a half minutes. And the whole time you hear in the back, the mugging still going on. <laughs> and this poor guy that's getting mugged, he's like, why doesn't anybody help oh, me? Oh, man, that's funny. But there's a, a lot of little Easter eggs and stuff. And there's an obvious, really, really obvious uh, Firefly poster in the oh, background. No when way. he finally gets out of the phone booth. Oh, that's so awesome. But yeah, it's just, it doesn't have anything to do with Logan or even Deadpool 2. It's just really show like, it's just yeah, a fun we're really short. backing up. Exactly. It's uh, like a little short okay. film. That's cool. But yeah, you can find it online now, so it's not really a secret anymore. Uh, I'm going to try not to go too much into spoilers of Logan, though. Okay. Um, but the whole premise is, uh, it's, I think, 2029, 2030. Um, almost all mutants have been extinct. Okay. Uh, for one reason or another. Uh, Logan has taken up a job to fund him and Charles Xavier um, getting out of the country, mm. basically buying a boat, chartering a boat where they can't do anybody any harm. Oh, okay. And nobody can find them. Oh. Charles Xavier uh, has dementia. Oh, no. Yeah. And when you're the world's most powerful psychic, it's causes That's a, a lot dangerous of thing. It's yeah, very dangerous. See. Oh, man, that would be awful. Yeah. So there's like only a handful of mutants in this movie because there's only a handful left in this universe at this point. Oh, uh, we don't know. Deadpool's not in the actual movie, so we don't know what happens with him. He's, although I would think he's one of the few that would still be alive because well, being that him factor. and Lo- Logan are bro- blood brothers, you yeah. know, you would think, yeah, <laughs> you would think he would still be alive. 
Um, but with this uh, chauffeur job that Logan's doing to raise money, he gets this random encounter with this girl whose name is Lara, who happens to also have claws. Oh, interesting. So if you haven't pieced this together yeah, from the trailers yeah. and commercials, she's X-23. Uh, oh. So the whole movie is basically him getting her to this safe haven. And it's, I mean, that's as much as I can say really without, without giving, giving away too much. But there's there's really intense scenes. It's not like um, some people give Mad Max for your road crap because it's basically just one long trip back and forth. Mm. But this it kind of works. It kind of makes sense. But I love Fury Road. I mean, mm -hmm. that was never a problem for me. It's just I know people have criticisms with that. Huh. But it never seems like it goes on too long with the whole travel idea. Okay. It's a mission that he needs to complete to save this girl. Wow. So yeah. he probably sees some of himself in this girl. Oh, a lot. Yeah. And a lot that he doesn't want to see. Yeah. Um, one of the funny parts is, of course, this is R-rated, so please don't bring your kids. <laughs> um, unless they're like 15 or 16. That's oh, like man. the youngest, I would say. They're probably okay with going. Um, there's a lot of cursing. And what's awesome is there's a lot of cursing between Logan and Professor Xavier. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. Like, Logan's trying to be, like, his nurse and, like, give him these pills that help his dementia so he doesn't, like, you know, yep. kill everybody on the planet. And there's just a lot of... There's a really good back and forth with them. Well, and, you know, being a caretaker, it's frustrating. So, especially you know, if you can, you can lose your cool. Someone, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know... You can cuss at somebody who uh, isn't going to remember. Yeah, yeah. I guess. But yeah, it's kind of funny. It's kind of <laughs> I mean, funny. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> not that it's right. Yeah, exactly. But they're not going to tell anyone. <laughs> it's a little funny at the beginning because okay. you think, oh, well, he's just, you know, he's kind of just silly crazy. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Logan has put him in this, um, this silo where it kind of contains, contains his, his telekinesis. Yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, the first time you see him, he's just rolling around in his wheelchair talking to someone who's not there, and then he starts quoting a Taco Bell commercial. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Come try the new chicken-infused taco shell. Well, he, he may be picking up uh, psychic Exactly. There's little holes, so he's getting bits and pieces. So he's talking to people, and they don't even know he's talking to them, maybe. Well, there's one... Uh, one person particular he's been talking to, and that was X-23. Oh, it find was? Out. Oh, yeah. I see. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of cool. It is very cool. They they really thought this one out. Like, there's really no plot holes Finally. like there usually is with X-Men movies, even okay. the best ones. Um, they really just focus on a low number of characters so they can flesh them out very, very well. Finally. I mean, and it's it, the last course, one? Oh, yeah. man. Well, it's the last yeah. Logan. Well, one. yeah, yeah. Um, there's only one other true mutant, and his name is Caliban. And you know who he's played by? Huh. Stephen Merchant. What? Uh, the guy who created The Office with Ricky Gervais. That is so weird. And he's, he's he does a good job. Of course, he's That's hard to of, imagine. I know. He's this creepy albino. He's Caliban. Well, I can see that. But, yeah. I mean, that's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> him in an... <laughs> I, would never, I would never have imagined him in a... X-Men movie yeah, or you know. superhero anything. That's so weird. He's a little bit of a comic foil, but he actually, for the most part, is pretty serious. It works. Okay. But yeah, he's the poor guy's an albino. Wow. And of course, he gets captured and they throw the sun at him and he his face just burns. <laughs> I feel so bad wrong. for him. I feel <laughs> so bad for him. Oh, man. But I, I still, a little part of me, because I knew who it was, uh -huh. uh, I couldn't help but think of the UK office where they show him. And he's that googly eye character, like his eyes are crossed, and Ricky Gervais' character is giving him crap. That googly eye character. Oh, it was, oh, I think oh, it was just oh. one or two episodes, but Ricky Gervais goes off. His character goes off on him, and he, he's you know he's with it for a little bit, and then he starts crying. He's like, "I'm just as God made me." <laughs> oh, he did. That. He does that again. <laughs> so and well, he kind of has big eyes. Oh, he does. I mean, they're yeah. not crossed, yeah. but yeah. I, yeah, I remember that. I, yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah, but, I mean, he's good in it. Everybody, like, they did great with casting. X-23, which is, I think it's only, like, a nine-year-old girl. She wow. really knocks it out of the park. Holy moly. She doesn't say much, but that makes it better. Well, and you and I both hate child actors, and yes. we, the less they say, 
yeah. the better, yeah. usually. With the exception of Stranger Things, of course. There's been a couple of exclusions. Yeah. 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 Lately, especially, though. But uh, I guess a lot of this was filmed in New Mexico, if not all of it, right? Uh, I wouldn't say a lot of it. There was a couple places. Um, I know I they some... filmed up a lot in Chama. I know that. They they filmed a bit. And I think Jemez, too, right? Um, I didn't see Jemez. Okay. Uh, I know there was, yeah, here, Australia. Whoa, Australia. Oregon. Oh, I didn't know that. And Canada, I believe. I'll have to double check that, but yeah, there is really? a lot of locations, but they made it pretty seamless. That's cool. But we kind of doubled for Mexico. Oh, we did? Yeah. Oh, weird. So huh. it was kind of cool to see stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it was. it's not all set in the desert. It's, you know, road trip movies, so you see different locations. Um, they keep it fresh. That's so awesome. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's definitely a recommend uh, recommendation from me. I would say definitely see it as soon as you can. Um, expect it to be hard R though, because there's a lot of blood, there's a oh, lot really? of fights, um, and there's a lot of f bombs. <laughs> Wolverine loves oh, f bombs. Surprisingly, oh, though, they didn't show him smoking. They they showed him getting cigars. But never but not, smoking. But not smoking them. That's interesting. You think they would go all the way, but maybe it was cut out. Or you something. know, one of my favorite scenes—the first scene when he's in the the cage fight, the beginning, the first movie ever. Yeah. The first time you see him with the smoke—that is so legit. Yeah. And they actually bring that up. I was so glad that they reminisced back to that. Oh, cool. Uh, Professor Xavier's like, the first time I saw you, you were in a cage. I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes, he was. He says it's. Northern Meadows Community, Rio Rancho, New Mexico. That's weird. Rio Rancho. Wow. I don't where in Rio Rancho. But yeah, it, it just looks like desert. <laughs> Very weird. Very weird. I I caught a glimpse of the Sandias in there, and that was it. Huh. Interesting. Weird. Louisiana, it says. That's crazy. Yeah. But um, it does give me hope for the the next X Men films. I really hope that they keep this pedigree. This maybe the this maybe quality maybe this writing style or maybe maybe they finally realized that Marvel has really stepped it up for them or something. Exactly, they know? should get on board because X Men Apocalypse was a major step down. Was it? Uh, that's sad, man. Because they were doing well with some of the uh, the I don't know, like the the older versions that they were doing, some of the throwback versions. Yeah, and the casting's good in that one. It's just yeah, there's noticeable problems, man. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's really all I can say. I don't want to ruin it too much for you, James. Sure, sure. Um, so let's go on to Legion. All right, Legion. So I I just started watching this one tonight. Actually, I caught. I've been watch. I'm about two episodes in, and I'm digging him so far. I mean, I I feel bad for the character uh, already. Um, not sure exactly what his deal is, but um. I guess he thinks, or they think, he has schizophrenia. And uh, he plays a character named David Holler, right? Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. So uh, what, I'm, uh, what I'm liking so far is this kind of reminds me of Stranger Things meets Big Lebowski meets, like you said, Inception. Kind of, All yeah. in one little happy. And, and, and what really made me laugh is there's a scene where he, like, ends up at his sister's house and he asks for waffles mm. and he's living in the basement, which yep. is hilarious. <laughs> it's like Eleven's cousin or something. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, I'm, I don't know. What, do you, what are your thoughts on it so far? I really like it. It's hard to keep track of what's going on. I'm, I'm caught up to episode four, the most recent airing one. Yeah. Um, and man, there's some twists and turns, but it's hard to keep track of what's going on. I had to rewatch a couple scenes here and there because okay. he's, an unreliable narrator. They even, I think they even say that in one of the episodes. Well, I, th I think he's having a, it's like he's, it almost feels like he's passing through different timelines or dimensions. Well, and like then they're he almost like they're bending. Yeah. 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 And then like he's, yeah, like he's reliving memories mm -hmm. and he's confused about who he's killed and who some people, other people killed. I'm not even sure that some of these characters are real. Exactly. Um, or, or, you know, even though they, they claim to be dead or whatever. Yeah. So it's very interesting. Um, I mean, you have to really 
watch every second. You can't get up and go to the bathroom. It's not a passive <laughs> show that you can watch no. in the background for no, sure. No, 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 no. You, you have gotta... to sit down. You have to focus on what's going on. Yeah. Absolutely. If you if you if you blink or get distracted, you're, he he may wake up somewhere else. Exactly. And there's no explanation why he keeps doing that. Yeah. You know? And I can't tell if okay was he really at his sister's house? Yes. Or is he really at this pool? And he even doesn't know he's in this pool. Yeah. He thinks it's fake. It's a yeah. it's a, a manifestation of his illusion or he, delusion. He, yeah. He just figures it's because of his stress. Yeah. Like he's doing this to himself. Yeah. Which is possible. We don't even know at this point no. what is real. We know like a couple things like for sure is real. But even then, like, it's not 100%. No, and apparently if you have telekinesis, you really like waffles. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> I, mean, I guess you need the carbs. You need breakfast for dinner. Yes. It's the most important <laughs> meal of the day. <laughs> Keep those brain waves going. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's so funny. But you know the the uh, co-creator of this, right? Is um, Noah Hawley. Noah Who Hall. did Fargo, the TV That's series. That's right. Well, and I think... I think his co-host, or his co-host, his co-star, uh, Rachel Keller, I think she was in a Fargo, wasn't she? I can't remember, but I know uh, Jean Smart, who was, uh, who's Melanie, the older lady, uh, she was on Fargo season two. She was the... Simone Gerhardt. Oh, yeah, yeah. she was. Yeah. I thought she looked familiar, so I wasn't... I was like, where have I seen this girl? You know who I thought it was at first, Robert? Who? I thought it was the robot chick from uh, Turbo Kid. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> her. <laughs> she would have been a lot different. She yeah, lot but different. she kind of, in the first episode, she kind of acted like her a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I saw that. Kinda, yeah, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, did you just watch the Turbo Kid? Is that the Turbo Kid? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry about that. Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. That's uh, interesting to bring up. <laughs> yeah, weird, huh? Now the the main actor Dan Stevens, I've never, I don't recognize him from anything. Me either. Uh, but he's pretty good. Yeah, he's, it's a believable schizophrenia or whatever conflict he has. Um, it doesn't seem like he's just making fun. It doesn't look like a parody no. of someone who has a mental illness. No, and but you know, and I like that he's kind of okay with it. Mm-hmm. Um. Like he's, and and but it's interesting that to me that he he knows he has it, but he still thinks some things are real. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and the confusion there, I mean, that's just, I, to me, that makes it believable because you know, I, I mean, I think the only schizophrenic, um, that were it's a para- paranoid schizophrenic, that you know I grew up with was in A Team, mm-hmm. you know, and that guy, you know, he was a lovable character, you know. He wasn't dangerous, yeah. But he would have, he would get confused sometimes, you know. Yeah. And then the only other one that I can think of is Mar from Sin City. But oh, we, yeah. We're not sure if he's schizophrenic though. Yeah. But he gets confused sometimes. Yeah, know? that's true. So I don't know what his condition is, but this guy, he's it's it's he's a likable character, but he could, he we're not sure if he's dangerous or not. I mean, mm-hmm. you got that one scene where everything's exploding. Yeah. We don't even know if that was real. Yeah. And then you hear the girl scream. We don't know if she, he killed her by accident. Was he thinking about killing her and she died? And that's why yeah. he ends up in the psych ward. We don't know. Yeah. So there's still a lot to be unfolded. Which I'm glad. It it leaves you guessing. Yeah, it it's, does. It's not just saying that beat by beat, this happens, then this happens, then there's a fight at the end. Well, I don't think there's any episodes like that, uh, so far at least. Well, and it kind of reminds me of Mr. Robot a little bit because mm-hmm. you can't trust the show. Exactly. And Mr. Robot, you can't trust him. Yeah. You can't trust that show. Yeah. So you don't know. Yeah. He can't even trust himself in the show. <laughs> <laughs> I still have to watch season two of that. Oh, yeah, way. dude. Season one, oh, man. I'm sorry. It was crazy. Well, yeah, season two, you get more of that distrust. But it keeps yeah. you loyal to the show because you have to keep watching it Yeah. in order to know. Okay, you worry about the character. You grow attached to that character, and you have to keep watching it so you know what <laughs> happens. You want to make sure he's okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. And that's and that's the main purpose of Legion. This mm-hmm. is kind of why they chose this character because he is from the X-Men universe. Yep, yep. Um, but they wanted... He's... In the comics, he's a kind of more just straight-up supervillain that they know has schizophrenia mm-hmm. this one he's uh he's a protagonist he's mm-hmm. everybody's rooting for him to get better yep. for him to fear things out 
they want they uh, they want to help him. Yeah, I, I and he wants to be helped. He's actually working with people to try to figure out how to control his abilities. Yeah, yeah. Which he was been taught his whole life that they're disabilities. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And and uh, what's really freaking me out is some of his childhood when they're visiting his memories. That book. Yeah, that's all. Oh. And he can't see his dad's face. The that's angriest weird. boy in the world. world. Yeah. I'm so glad it's not a real children's book. Yeah. Because that creeps me out. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So, uh, hopefully that part is not real. They they read a fragment of it. I think in episode three or four. Yeah. And it's like one of the first parts of it is uh, he was upset that his mom was calling him for bed, so he chopped her head off. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, and then there was lots of red. It's yeah. like a, it's like yeah. a nursery rhyme type. Yeah, yeah, it's scary. It's like a, yeah, hey, it's very weird. But yeah, I, I don't believe that those are real childhood memories though. Uh, okay. He doesn't remember his dad's face. Uh, then he they, has nightmares about this random book. Yeah, uh, it's just too. It's almost, and but he he mentions that his dad had died. A year before this. Yeah. So I'm thinking that guy in the chair is not his dad. Well, I can tell you one thing from the comics. It's not his biological father. Yeah. You yeah. know who the biological father is, right? <laughs> no, I don't actually. Professor Xavier. Oh, it is? Yeah. He does, oh, Professor Xavier no doesn't way. know for the longest time uh, because... That uh, makes so much more sense. Yeah. Because Legion's mom, I think, came up for adoption or something. How did I not know this my whole life? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's a strong psychic, so it makes sense. Well, and the whole time I was thinking, oh, this guy is very much like Cerebrum or whatever mm-hmm. that is, you know, Cerebral. Yeah. Is this Cerebral? <laughs> you know, <laughs> is he going to is he gonna work his way into a computer program? <laughs> <laughs> but remember the, um, I think it was mid-90s. The Age of Apocalypse storyline. It went on for like a whole year. I think so. It was uh, basically in a future where I believe it was Professor Xavier never existed, and Apocalypse took over the world. I think I, I don't remember the, all that. That was. I might have some of those, and I just don't remember them. It was a manifestation of Legion. Like okay. he made this alternate universe. Oh. Wow. It was pretty trippy. Huh. Like Logan was completely feral. Oh wow! Um, is that the one where he didn't different. have the uh, actual antimatter on his, where their bone instead? I don't remember if that was the first instance of the bone clause, but I believe so. I think it is. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I have to look. But yeah, it's an interesting character. I'm just glad they didn't go with his look from the comics because he has the black hair straight up, like yeah. the guy from Static X. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. It yeah. looks cool in the comic, but if you do it in real life, you're like, yeah, Static X. Yeah, I, 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 it can't. It can't do. Some things don't translate well to film. Exactly. Or real life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well. Well, cool. I'm yeah. excited to see what's going to continue to happen, and and it ha- kind of has that preacher feel to it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as gritty. But yeah. it kind of has that that feel. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's going to be exciting, I think, one way or another. Uh, eight episodes in the season. I'm really interested to see where it goes. I finished episode four, so halfway through the first season, and I'm still, like... Jazzed. Well, I'm still jazzed, but I'm still confused. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. I like that. I like that little bit of confusion. I didn't get bored at any of the episodes either. I wasn't yeah. pulling my phone out. Exactly. Because, which I, I did do with I, Taboo. I do that. Yeah. Taboo first season. I was watching it on my phone, so I couldn't pull up my phone out, but I fell asleep. I get ADD. Like I did it with Black Mirror. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've seen any of those. Not yet. <laughs> first episode's amazing. I mean, it's like it's so painful to watch. Yeah. Like it's so very painful. <laughs> <laughs> Every episode was painful. Mm. Sec- episode two was painfully boring. I pulled yeah. out my phone. Oh. And then I broke my own rule. I usually do four episodes, mm-hmm. but episode three was so emotionally painful. You just gave up. I'm like, I can't That's do this it. to myself anymore. And Jackie's like, no, you can't watch these around me. <laughs> They're too painful. <laughs> and then I looked up online. Is anybody else talking about how painful these are? Oh, yeah. They're pretty painful. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's hitting a lot of people, I heard. Yeah, and actually, I think Entertainment Weekend said too painful to watch. I think oh, they wow. said that. I think it was Entertainment Weekly. Don't quote me on that, anybody, but I think it was. <laughs> Somebody said it, and there's it definitely wasn't the first time. No, too painful <laughs> to watch. I believe it. 
Oh, I'm I'm still gonna give it a shot, but it's definitely not high on my list. <laughs> oh, that first episode was like whoa. Oh. That, and it's such a. If I were to tell you what happens in that first episode, mm-hmm. you'd be like, "That's stupid. I'm not gonna watch that." Because <laughs> it is stupid. If you when I said it out loud to my 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 co- coworkers, I was like, "Yeah, they, this is what happens," and they're like, "You know, that doesn't sound good at all." But anyways, it was. It actually ended up being. Uh, it it ends up being pretty. I mean, good, you know. It's intriguing, at least. It's 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 crazy. Yeah, yeah. So now you're gonna want to watch it. But that that episode was really good. Cool. Very but cool. I'll give it a shot. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know we were gonna talk about that. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's that was cool. kind of a ad lib. <laughs> it it had to come out. It did. It I didn't want to do a whole podcast on it. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Westworld, man. Oh gosh. We can move on to Westworld. That was Westworld was really cool. I was really impressed with Westworld. It was a pleasant surprise. Um, when I first heard that they were doing a TV series of it, I was like, from that old '70s movie that it has kind of a cult following. Why do people still care? And then I saw mm-hmm. like who's behind it. You have Jonathan yep. Nolan. Um, and this was, I think it was a Michael Crichton book before that, right? I, I think so, yeah. yeah. Now, I remember being a little kid, and it was on TV, like the movie channel or something, mm-hmm. and I didn't know what it was called. Yeah. I just remember there was robots, cowboys, and people trying to get away from them. And then randomly a knight would come out, <laughs> and they were like all fighting. I'm like, this is amazing. What is this? <laughs> and, you know, I have bits and pieces in my memory about it. But I didn't know what it was for yeah. years. And I haven't seen that movie since. Yeah. So I'd like to rewatch it just for fun. I still have not seen the original movie. Yeah. It's still, I don't know. The clips I, I've seen make it look kind of hokey by today's standards. I just remember effects, but people knows? watching it on screens and like there's like a dark room with people in suits and there's like lots of old computers running lights and stuff the old t- big tape machines and yeah stuff like that. and you know as a little kid it was like oh that's cool what's going on here <laughs> you know <laughs> but now it's kind of like what but the way they did it i mean you know these robots are almost biological mm-hmm. uh, and they're they're also uh i mean they almost they spin them when they put the skin on, I mean, it's it's very interesting, very emotional. Yeah. And it's almost like their creator is wanting them to take over. Yeah. Know? So yeah. it's pretty interesting um, the way they they go with it, but it's hard to say. Yeah. And the and the premise so far is pretty simple. Um, it's just this place called Westworld is kind of a resort mm-hmm. that you can go to. And you will live out your wildest dreams. You can, you know, shoot people. You can go to the cat fun, house. Yeah, have a fun yeah. time. Uh, or you can go on missions. It's basically like one big video game. Yeah, it's like a very interactive video game. Yeah. Yeah. And the first episode, very first episode, you'll start seeing this. They start to have glitches. Mm. These robotic humanoids. Um and then things kind of start going off the rails because when they go off their script, then there's it's really hard for people to control them. And we don't know what kind of world is outside of this. Mm. It's all about inside. So, I mean, it could be post-apocalyptic. Uh, it could be modern day. We don't really know. All we know is that the elite get in. Yeah. Um, people with lots of money are only allowed in, and there's even people that work there that can't afford to visit Westworld. Exactly. Yeah. So it's pretty, it's pretty exclusive. And uh, the other thing I like about it is um, everyone has a role. Mm-hmm. Everyone has, I mean, days repeat. They repeat the same patterns, just like a video game. Yeah. yeah. So you know when you used to play a video game. Um, you're used to certain routines, and they do that. It's it's very much like that. And I love the music. Mm-hmm. They do a lot of modern music, but they use uh, piano, old-timey um, piano, old-time, yeah, yeah ragtime piano, and it's very cool. The soundtrack's excellent. Yeah, I counted four or five uh, Radiohead songs done yeah. that way, and the first time 
I heard it at least was Black Hole Sun. Black Hole was Sun like, was so awesome because it's so recognizable. Soundgarden, like, yeah. Oh man, that was amazing. I'm glad they did that. That Me was too. it's an awesome touch, and it, I mean, I bought the album because of that. Well, and the cinema photography is awesome too. Like mm-hmm. some of the wide shots, the, uh, the 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 I don't know if it's filmed in California or if they go to Monument Valley. I'm not sure where it's filmed, mm-hmm. but it's beautiful landscape. Yeah, um, it's got a great western feel to it, and then it has that modern technology side for the sci-fi guys. Yeah, so it's pretty. It's a pretty cool show. It's definitely not boring at all. And you've really feel for some of the robotic characters. It's believable, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. it kind of stinks that you get attached to them. And then you know? they basically don't remember mm-hmm. or they live their days just over and over and over. Or sometimes they get shot. Oh, yeah. And then they have to get cleaned up. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty rough. It's pretty rough. And they and then some of them start to remember things that are not supposed to. And then there's also an interesting time shift yes. between one particular character who is a mainstay. And I really liked that. Normally, yeah. I get annoyed with that kind of thing. Yeah. But in this case, I liked it. And I, I, now I get why he was the way he was. Yeah. Where before, you know, I was kind of like, what? What is wrong? What is this guy's deal? Um, and there's probably about, what, three or four uh, serious storylines running along together, parallel. Yeah. yeah. So it's it you can't miss an episode. And they kind of all combine at the end. They call it, mm-hmm. they kind of all come to a head and they don't make it feel like it's shoehorned in. Mm-mm. It all kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing you're not feeling at the end confused. Yeah. And you're you're not feeling um oh that wasn't believable. Yeah. And in one sense you're like kind of shocked. Mm-hmm. Especially when you find out one of my one of my favorite characters find out what he really is yeah yeah and that was kind of a shock and this is eh, i guess a little bit of spoiler you find out at the end of the first episode uh james marsden's character mm-hmm. uh, who was Cyclo- cyclops in x-men he was always the boring one he was i didn't care for him i didn't He's like him a really good actor he, he just, is he when he gets different roles it's just hit or miss I, but I this think one he just awesome. doesn't know how to pick roles yeah, because I've never liked him. I I've liked him as a person, mm-hmm. but you're right. I never liked his care. I don't think he uh, would push the character far enough. No, but Cyclops. Nobody likes Cyclops anyway. He's, he's awesome much in the boy, comics. But he's too much of a Boy Scout. Yeah. in the comic. That's the problem. He well, doesn't until the recent ones. But yeah, well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> until the recent ones. But you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Everybody likes Wolverine. Exactly. Wolverine yeah. was the fun one, and all you got James Marsden to do in the movies was. Hey, she's my girl. Yeah, yeah. The Logan. jealous, the kind of the jealous boyfriend bit, you know, the kind of jock versus punk bit. Don't touch my glasses. And that's it. And that's it, yeah. That's all he did. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but this, I mean, he knocks it out. This, apart. he's really good, and you really feel for him, and you like him. Yeah. And you want his character to win. Yeah. And he's, he's a, uh, he's a humanoid. Mm hmm. Um, and that's kind of the first major reveal that this is how in depth these people's lives get. Yeah. Is you believe that they're a real person. They come through town, they talk to a couple of the other locals, and sometimes they get shot, sometimes they go on missions with you, and they're just back doing the same thing the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the casting was awesome. I well, mean... The casting, the the story development, like what they do with his story, yeah. with the new adventure they give him, and yeah. then the creepy people they have to deal with. Oh wow, yeah. man! And then the whole uh, maze concept. Yes, that was cool. That was super cool and surprising. Yeah, but I liked it. Me too. Me too. Yeah. It was a good payoff. It is. Yeah. So Westworld, definitely, I'm definitely excited for future ones, and and then finding out too that there might be more than one park. Yes, <laughs> yes, which would make sense. Which does from what make I hear sense. from the old movie. Yeah, yeah, they but they, but they they give it a nice twist though. Yeah. So even in me saying that, it doesn't give it away. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, it in that one, oh man, that could be really cool. Or if they do a spinoff of it, that would be even cooler. I think I'd be okay with that too. Me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that would be the wisest way to go. Mm-hmm. 
because you know having multiple if you're gonna have multiple parks should have multiple it's got to be open it's got to yeah. be open, and they can cross over here and there which yeah. would be fine but i think separate shows would be very cool i'd be okay with that usually mm-hmm. i'm not crazy about spinoff tv shows but this this is different yeah this could work well and better call saul is like one of the most recent spinoff shows True. i'm okay with that one it's a different kind of show than breaking bad it is but it still works um fear the walking dead there's no. no reason for two exact shows set in the same universe to kind of do the same thing. Well, and the Fear of the Walking Dead, the problem with it is we do not care about those characters. I still don't. There's not one that I can hold on to. Mm-hmm. Not one. I don't care about them. They don't give us that character. I mean, it's how do, you can't recreate Rick. Yes, exactly. We follow him. See, what they did is they started with one character. Yeah. Basically, then they branched out from that. Yes, his family, his friends, survivors. That yeah. was the secret to his. That's the secret to that success. Yeah, Fear of the Walking Dead. It's too much to start out with. Yeah, he's a junkie. Then the zombie apocalypse happens, and, that's and he kind of looks like Johnny Depp in a way, like a young, young Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. So let's run yeah. with him. Yeah, I kept thinking that. Yeah, but like Westworld, you have so many ideas right off the bat for a spinoff. Yeah, absolutely. Since you're going into a different world, you could have a completely different crew that knows what happened to Westworld, and they want to try and stop it from happening in their sector. Absolutely. Or, I mean, that's just off the top of my head. It's, there's a million different ideas you could do with this universe because they set it up so well. And, yeah, and, and, you know, the direction it's going, you know, I mean, we know Westworld money is bottom line. Yeah. We see a struggle within a company that wants to go a different direction. Yeah. There's definitely espionage and sabotage and other o- types of ages going on. <laughs> different people have different motivations. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a, lot there's of a whole lot of ages. <laughs> and um, I mean, there's, we're trying to figure out whose agenda is where and what and, and why. Mm-hmm. And there, there's certain connections and relationships that are, that are surfacing yeah. And they're just kind of, kind of like touch and go meetings, mm-hmm. and you're like, wait a minute, what? You know, and there's one real sp- uh, specific one that is just a quick, you know, it's uh, what's the character's name? Ed Harris's character, the Man in Black. The Man in Black. You know, he has a brush with the the woman, the executive woman, just yeah. real brief. Yeah. And you're like, wait a minute, what the heck? What does he do? <laughs> you know. He's, he's known board. in the outside yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a big deal. Yeah. So why is he there, and how come they know each other? And then there's a there's a whole agenda there. Yeah. And then you know, um, when the oh, let's see, robotic agenda manifests itself, mm-hmm. he's smiling and happy at the end. Yeah. Which is another thing that's kind of like, oh my gosh, what? So what is his deal? You know. So there, it's got a lot to still cover. Yeah. On the next one, but I think it's going to be a good second season. It's going to be, I think I, I'm going to definitely be happy to watch that second season. It's going to be cool. It's going to be a while, but. Yeah. I'm, we always have to wait. Yeah, I'm going to be patient. Well, there's none this year. No. So they're skipping to 2018. Uh, but to get it right, I don't blame them. Um, True Detective, another HBO show, they kind of messed. They kind of dropped the ball on that one. The first season was awesome. First season's incredible. Yeah. Second season, it could be better. Yeah. It's not horrible. I couldn't get I, into it. I, I think it's okay, it, but it's one of those like first three episodes you don't care about. Yeah. Um, but I think the producers of Westworld are trying not to make the same mistake where they're like, let's not rush it. Let's make it when we know what we need to do. Yeah. When we have the cast together, when we have all the scripts, then we start shooting we're not going to have a date, a release date until then. That's the way to do it. That is that is the way to roll. Yeah. So it's kind of sucks for us fans since we want to see more. And especially that ending, which yeah. I cannot bring up, but I want to. But especially <laughs> with that ending, you want to see more you right do. off the bat. Yeah, because it, 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 it really is exciting. Yeah. And yeah, you it, the, the scenes, the way they're choreographed too, mm-hmm. they're, they're good. Oh, yeah. Oh man, but oh, Anthony Hopkins character. Oh yeah. Anthony. First thing, and they nobody ever mentioned this, but I don't know if you noticed. What is his name? 
What is Anthony Hawkins' name? Robert Ford. Oh, Robert Ford. You yeah. know who Robert Ford is, yeah, right? Yeah, he started uh, the Ford. I mean, vehicles, right? No, 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 no. no. Robert Jesse Ford. James. Jesse James. Jesse oh James. gosh, why did I not know that? Yes, <laughs> he did kill Jesse James. I thought that was a nice homage. Oh, that's weird. But they actually, I don't remember them ever mentioning in the show. No, I don't remember that connection at all. Robert Ford, how interesting. Because I always remember it from the movie The Assassination of Jesse James of Jesse by James. the coward Robert Ford. I thought Ford. it was Thomas Ford. No, I think that's the car guy. <laughs> Is that the car guy? Oh, man, I'm getting confused all over here, man. All over. Yeah, no, it was Robert Ford on the show. But yeah, um, I'm surprised one of the creators just wasn't like... Did your... Uh, did your parents just have a joke? Is that why you like the Wild West or something? Maybe. I don't know. Who started? I don't know. But he was he's good. So he's one of the creators of Westworld on the show. And he's in control of how realistic these humanoids get. Uh, I mean, one of the first ones he sits and has drinks with, and it's just kind of, you know, battered down, can only do certain things. Yeah, it, it was, was Henry, Henry Ford. Ford. How did we? How did, it must be late. The car. <laughs> Robert. How did I think it was Robert? It was Ford. Something Ford. Harrison Ford. No. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Sprite. I didn't His say that. Harrison Ford. <laughs> it was Harrison Ford. <laughs> That'd been funny. <laughs> that would've been cool if he had a cameo in that. You're right, Robert yeah. Ford. Look at you, bro. Bro, that's awesome. Back the head like a coward. <laughs> I thought it was Thomas. That's interesting. Very cool. But yeah, I I thought that was a cool little tidbit that they threw in there. Yeah, that is a that's a nice uh, kind of almost like an Easter egg. Yeah, yeah. Very cool, man. And um, the main humanoid, the main actress, uh, Evan Rachel Wood. I haven't seen her in too much since. Oh my gosh, thirteen. Oh, One of like her breakout role. It was at. Uh, what, 13 Ghosts or 13? No, no, just 13. Just 13? What was that about? I don't know if I've it seen was, that. Um, it was one of those coming-of-age dramas where it's like she's a 13-year-old and she gets mixed up in drugs and sex oh, and all this other stuff. Okay. It's a messed-up movie, but it's well-made. Uh, she's really good. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that one at all. It's it's hard to watch. but Oh, she was she in The Wrestler? Oh, oh, she was the daughter in The Wrestler, yeah. Oh, that movie's hard to watch, speaking of. And Across the Universe, I don't want to watch that one. <laughs> <laughs> Bono yeah, dressed weird. up as a hippie singing John Lennon songs. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's weird. very strange. Yeah. Um, and, of course, Ed Harris, like you said earlier, as the Men in Black. Mm -hmm. He doesn't do many things nowadays, but man, no. when he does, he knows how to choose a role. I love him in, in this, and I, and I would like to see him in more westerns, man. Yeah. I mean... He, I, I hope they keep him going on this. Me too. Me yeah. too. Yeah, I hope he's not done. I mean, I mean uh, and Anthony Hopkins was good too, man. I, I liked his character. It was weird. You were really like, kind of like seeing him as kind of like a Walt Disney type, you know, like oh, this, yeah. this man of morality and like very cool and then um you get to know him and it's not at all what he's body would be he wants <laughs> yeah. to defend his yeah. vision yeah uh, yeah it's very odd it's very it, it kind of takes a twist that you don't see coming you know um but and then you don't think that at all of him yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's very cool yeah um one of the characters i liked i think he just starts in episode two is uh, Jimmy Simpson as William. So he's this voyeur just getting into Westworld. Uh, and he's trying to figure out, like, well, if this is a playground for me to do whatever I want, what do I really want? Mm. Who do I want to be? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of him kind of having an existential crisis while his buddy's just like, yeah, no, let's just go to the cat house and drink and shoot. Mm -hmm. He's like, no, there's, there's more to this. There's more to life. I know there's got to be. He's looking for more like meaning, like yeah. a meaningful experience rather than just doing whatever the heck he wants. Yeah. And it's like his friend keeps trying to push him. Yeah. And I think he pushes him too far. Oh, definitely. <laughs> oh, definitely. That guy's a jerk, though. He is, yeah. But this this actor, he's really good. Um, 
But ever since I saw him in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia mm -hmm. as this creepy, uh, yeah, incestuous guy who drinks milk and wears a robe all day. Yeah. You can't unsee that. No, Like, you this gives you no, enough suspension of disbelief. But there was one time where I just, it didn't, I, I had to laugh. Because <laughs> uh, he yells um, uh, because someone's trying to hurt Evan Rachel Wood's character. Um, Dolores, and he, he just says, like, get your hands off of her, or something like that. And it's the same yell that he did on an episode of Always Sunny. So you can't get, you can't, un yeah. you can't, un uh, you're attached to that character. I can't you disconnect it enough. Oh, man. But the, the lines are very close, too, because then it's Always Sunny, he's going, you'll call her. <laughs> <laughs> Same yell and everything. He just changed a couple uh, of the words. That's so funny. But I mean, he was in uh, House of Cards. Yeah, I think he was. starting season three, and he was really good in that too. Uh, he was he, the hacker. He's the hacker in that, and yeah, we, I like him in that. that yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's a good character too. Yeah, and he usually plays weird characters like that, the hacker or the, uh, the weird guy in It's Always Sunny. Mm -hmm. I forget the character's name right away, but I'll remember it. Um, but this is kind of him playing the straight man. His, uh, it's the okay. guy who wants more out of life. It's He's not corrupt. He's not weird. He's just kind of your everyday guy. And what they do with him throughout, I mean, it's only eight or ten episodes, um, they get a big character arc out of him. Mm -hmm. I'm very surprised. They do. He's, he's got quite a bit of depth. Yeah. Well, I, I really liked uh, Bernard, uh, the, the robot repairman. Yeah, or scientist, or I don't yeah, know, he engineer. Was a I don't know you'd call him Jeffrey uh, Wright. Yeah. yeah, he was cool, man. Uh, very likable character, very calm. Um, I think he's in Mr. Robot too. I'm not sure. I've seen him in something else. I'd have to like. Oh, he's been that. in a bunch of movies. He well, was I'm in all the Hunger something. Games movies. Well, yeah, he's in the Hunger Games movies. But I think he was in a TV series. I don't know where I saw him. Casino oh, yeah. Royale. The only thing that bothers me, and he's a phenomenal actor. Mm -hmm. um, he, whenever he has glasses in whatever role he's doing, oh, he always was, does no, the boardwalk. Step. Oh, he does. It was Boardwalk Empire. That's yes, what I saw him in. That's, that's true. Was. He was in the last couple. Of uh, I forgot about that. He's like the preacher in that one. Why did I think yeah. Mr. Robot? But uh, he also did an episode of the Venture Brothers as a think tank. Oh, man. Small body. <laughs> I love I love Venture Brothers. I like Brothers. that he does the smaller stuff like that. I like that. Yeah. The, that show just cracks me up. And I love that show. I love the writing. As soon as they showed his little body, I was like, yes, that's perfect. This is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's uh, good. And man. yeah, he's kind of a programmer, I would say. Yeah. I mean, that's right. That's right. I forget that he does that. But and then I also like the the female the lead female character the one that um, I forget her name is it Navy, the she's like a cat house, uh, the cat house madam. Oh, Maeve. Maeve, is yeah. it Maeve? I like her, man. She's she's uh her character is the one that probably um, develops the most. And I was kind of waiting for her to die too. I was like, yeah. they're not gonna push this character further, are they? Aren't they just gonna kill her and retire that humanoid? Well, they kind of nope. kept, they kind of kept uh, hinting at it, mm -hmm. but then she kept getting memories back. And yeah, it's very weird. I mean, it was, um, and then she kept almost dying on purpose. Yeah, and then she was able, she's able to do something that's interesting that the others can't do, which I, I like. Did you notice that? But I won't give it away. Yeah, but did you <laughs> notice that when she dies and goes? like, to get repaired, it's kind of her version of what they do. Sorry, I have to bring this up. Oh, on no. Oh, No, I love it. Well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Well, Because they do the, oh, you're dead, and you have to go through your afterlife, blah, blah, blah. And this is kind of her way of doing that. Well, I love that she's hidden under the floorboards. Mm -hmm. Kind of a secret diary. Yes. And I like the way she illustrates it, because it's very similar to what we see kind of in our own world with people who have ufo type experiences yeah kind of kind of makes you wonder a little bit yeah yeah <laughs> it starts it starts to get you wondering like 
So are other people having these, other other humanoids having these instances? Like, if they have, like, a 24-hour knowledge and then it all gets reset, you think they could keep a running log somehow? Somehow, yeah, that there, there might be some uh, fragment mm-hmm. memories, just like a computer, you know, where disk gets uh, fragmented and there might be a memory file tucked away somewhere that wasn't completely erased and there's an error somewhere yeah. yeah 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 so that's possible but it's almost like uh it may have been secretly programmed into them yeah but we don't know i mean we don't know for sure why it's happening and, it, and these are the older units too they're like the original units yeah um some of them are most of the original ones are retired mm-hmm. some are still in use but they keep, like, bumping it up every generation. So even if, like, an old one is still there, they'll still make new parts so it's all Yeah, so it's cohesive. still new. Yeah, but it might still have the, the same... Um, same old memories. Yeah. Memories, yeah. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Funny, man. Cool show. I dig it. So I guess uh, that wraps it up for this episode. So I guess next week, I'm kind of excited to talk about X-Men as a whole. Nothing but X-Men. So that's going to be cool, man, because start, finish, X-Men cartoon, cover that, comics, movies, movies to come. I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot to cover. Pop-up books, you name it, we'll cover it. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't read any of those. I have a couple of them. I read them to the kids here and there. They're funny, actually. (laughs) I bought two just in case. They broke one. But anyway, I guess we'll see it or talk to you guys next time.